Hey y'all, it's Jason here with Goodness Steak Seasoning. You can order your bottle or bottles at bringthetasty.com. Goodness Steak Seasoning is good on anything. It's even good on chicken, good on pork. Heck, it's even good on fish. Now, here's Breakfast with Fish. Good morning, Cowboys Nation and Fish Heads. I'm Mike Fisher. We are in Oxnard, California, as uh, we are hanging around with the Cowboys at training camp. I think we're going to have the Glory Hole press conference today. So stay tuned with me on Fisherport and uh, at CowboysSI.com for that. There's a bunch of teams that have a bunch of issues. I think the Cowboys are in the bunch of teams that have three issues, and, and maybe they're not even issues. Maybe they're better stated as goals. Um, If you caught our video moments ago, you know that Saquon Barkley has signed with uh, the Giants. And I don't think I'm being harsh when I say, man, oh, man, did he cave. Man, oh, man, did he bet on himself and lose and go watch the video uh, for more information there. And we'll get to the Cowboys contracts, obviously, here in a second. Uh, You can also read about it at CowboysSI.com, where when it comes to the Giants and the Barkley situation, a lot of it's about week one. And uh, the Cowboys go to New York in week one, and now they'll have to face Saquon Barkley. That makes it uh, makes it a far more difficult task. I think he's their best player. Mark 27, Barkley had very little leverage. He had, he had no leverage because his union made it that way. Uh, as Nick Chubb said, the Browns running back after they had their big, stupid, ridiculous, uh, meaningless, empty Zoom meeting, there's really nothing we can do. No, that's right. Except just call each other <laughs> and gripe about it. Uh, get in, get on, be good. You know how we do this. Only three slappies allowed per show. And then I might have to go back to bed. Uh, it's 520, of course, here in California. I appreciate you getting up early for us and with us, whatever time it is, wherever you are in uh, Texas, the country or the world. The Cowboys don't have those kind of problems. I don't think. Uh, They do have three things. That's right. I don't have the bell. Three things that are camp priorities. Now, you guys go ahead and and, uh, and toss your thoughts in here, too, into uh, the chat. And there's the brief on. That's a super chat set up for us by YouTube. We'll try to get you that way as well. The three things for the Cowboys. As they arrive yesterday, all smiles. A bunch of the players are already here. So the guys on the plane, a lot of them were the, were the young guys, and a lot of them were uh, the new guys. Michael Cox, Uncle Fish Premium. Thanks for getting up early, Fish. Missouri loves you. Mm, thank you, Missouri. And thank you, Michael Cox, for being Uncle Fish Premium. There are thousands of us now uh, who have the circle and the star Uncle Fish Premium. It's a great way to support the show. And uh, every once in a while, you get a little winky dink. Bob Heck pitches in $10 into the refund. Bob Heck, of course, is... Uncle Fish Premium, let's go, Cowboy Nation. Okay, let's go Fish Report. Thing number one to get accomplished here. Ding. The melding of the new Texas Coast offense. That playbook with Coach Mike McCarthy's play calling takeover with Dak Prescott's vow to get better when it comes to interceptions. Now, we can break each of those things down. Texas Coast Offense. Have you seen the shirts and the coffee mugs? The Cowboys have, and they like them. The uh, link for the Uncle Fish store is right below. Go get you some. Uh, it's very, the Texas Coast Offense is wildly popular, and I appreciate Broken Halo um, getting that thing going, and I appreciate you guys uh, checking out the store. Most of the install is already there. 
and a lot of the install is really just kind of a uh, a rejiggering of what they already did. So there's been talk of, well, you know, it's going to be a, a 30% change or whatever. I don't know. I think Shadi said that. I don't know how exactly you calculate that. Um, but it will look like the West Coast offense. It will look like much more like a West Coast offense. Like, of course, Big Mike's Packard used to run. And then for me, famously, what the 49ers did with Montana and Young, obviously under Bill Walsh. If you can just do a little of that, <laughs> if you can just do a, a little bit of Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Steve Young, Joe Montana of West Coast offense. And of course, we're calling it, they're calling it, this is the quarterback's idea, Dak and the quarterback room, Texas Coast offense. So get that thing installed, get that playbook understood, and let's roll there. The Mike McCarthy play calling aspect of this is the easiest part. This is... This is riding a bicycle. This, this is not a, this is not going to be a challenge. It's not going to be a concern. This is the easy one. Kenneth Easley has his big three for training camp. One, stay healthy, no doubt. Two, don't be stupid. And um, that may mean, you know, don't get involved in jet ski accidents. And number three, communication. And I think that McCarthy being the head coach, I don't think and I know it, McCarthy being the head coach and the play caller, I think that streamlines communication kind of the same as we do in the front office here, where if, if they want to get something done or not done, uh, they don't have to try to get a hold of the owner because he's in Turks and Caicos. Although Jerry does go to Turks and Caicos a lot, but of course, Steven's sitting right there with him. So it's easy to get a hold of him that way. Jeremy Rutherford with a $2 pitch in what's the scoop on Martin. We'll get there in item two. So item one, the melding of the Texas coast offense with McCarthy's play calling with Dak Prescott's attempt to lessen the interceptions. And, and of course, you know that, that the 10, that was not right. That quote was wrong. He said tipped, not 10. But that doesn't change the plan. I still, I still don't want to throw 15 interceptions. And, oh, by the way, because interceptions are not in Dak's DNA, he won't throw 15 interceptions. Single-digit interceptions are well within his power. And we'll start to... We'll start to figure that out here. Tony Snow, Dak will be throwing quite a bit, uh, but it's going to be situational. I don't know, Tony, what quite a bit means. They they want, but the situational part, you're, you have right. It, it's not just about trying to score 40. It's about trying to find a way to win the game. Dozed. Fish, I will meet you and some players tomorrow, I hope. Uh, $2 pitch in by Doe's. Of course, we'll be at training camp in one form or another. I'll probably be wearing a Texas Coast Offense t-shirt. So, yeah. Uh, please do yell at me. So that's item one. Item two, contracts, contracts, contracts. And uh, the situation here, of course, is not nearly as desperate as the Saquon Barkley and Giants situation. That's their best player. And he's been talking about, I could say, F the Giants. He's been saying that kind of thing for four months. We don't have that. We don't have that problem here. Um, we don't have a Tony Pollard problem. That one's done. All, all the other guys that we're talking about contract issues, uh, at least they have them. The Giants didn't have that with Barkley until this morning. So uh, urgency on different guys. Micah's not up yet. Don't have to worry about that. Um, Terrence Steele's under contract at $4.5 million. Uh, I, um, we were the first to report that those talks were 
heating up here re recently. Um, and by the way, we did the injury update on Terrence Steele last night. And if you didn't catch it, you can go get it or you can go get it at CowboysSI.com. I think signing Terrence Steele to a reasonable deal is a really good idea. A, a, a really good idea, as good as any of them, because it's not the one that's going to have a, a major cap impact, or at least you hope not. Diggs is on the front burner. C.D. Lamb, by virtue of the fact that he was a first-round pick, and so you have contractual control there. You have the four years plus the one. He's not necessarily as front burner as is Diggs, the second-round pick. Uh, and then, of course, we got the Dak deal. And uh, um, time and time again, the national media people are telling me if Dak has a bad season or or if they don't do something in the playoffs, he won't get his contract extension. And they're completely upside down. He's going to get the extension if all goes as planned in, in advance of whether or not the Cowboys win or lose in the playoffs. They're getting that wrong. Huffnuts, I, I like your I like your thinking. Huffnuts, Uncle Fish Premium. How many interceptions is Jared Goff going to throw? How about Lamar Jackson? What a stupid topic. And I don't think you mean by me. I, I think you mean that this, this national movement to tear Dak apart because he's an interception thrower is, is misguided. Uh, now, in fairness, Huff, if Jared Goff led the league in interceptions, maybe we'd talk about it. Um, but the other guy that was tied with Dak, Davis Mills, probably not playing for Houston this year because they have C.J. Stroud. And then I guess in Huffness, we, we should also acknowledge they do talk about Josh Allen and his turnover issue. So I'm not saying it shouldn't be a topic, but your point's good. It should be a topic with 32 teams. Richmond, Uncle Fish Premium. Fish, you worried about running back pass protection? Yep. Because this is one of the subtle things that Ezekiel Elliott brought to you that is is going to be difficult for most guys to do. Ezekiel Elliott, when he was at the top of his game, did it all. One guy that did it all. And of course, team Nick Sirianni talked about this the other day in Philadelphia, where you know people think they're going to do run by committee. That's not what he wants. He wants one guy who can do it all. If they if they have that guy, Swift, Penny, uh, Gainwell, is that his name? And so ideally, Tony Pollard would be that guy. Otherwise, you know what happens? Tony Pollard is not good, good in pass pro, let's say. He goes out, in comes Hunter Lipke. Well, now the defense knows what's what you're gonna do. So you'd like to have the one, the one guy. And we'll see if Tony Pollard could be. All those things. Samuel D, I hope the Netflix series quarterback opens people's awareness to how Dak is more than what people think he is. We haven't gotten here yet. It's on my list. I know they approached Matthew Stafford, a Netflix quarterback thing did, and he said no um, because he just didn't, didn't want, he's, he's a private person. He didn't want to expose all, you know, cameras in his kids' living rooms and stuff. But uh, as Jennifer says, the mud that the media slings on Dak is ridiculous. Dak Prescott on quarterback would be smart for him. It, it, um, you watch that thing. If you haven't watched it, it's incredible. You, you, it, it gets you off that guy's back. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins cha has changed his entire reputation now. 
now that he'd been on that series because you get to see what he goes through to try to get there every Sunday. And I promise you, Dak Prescott's in the same boat, and and most of them are. I think uh, surely Dak Prescott either has or will be asked to be on the Netflix series, and you know that the Cowboys are going to say, yes, please, go ahead, Dak, let's do it. So the Zach Martin contract is the one that's the pain in the neck, and he was not on the team playing yesterday. Um, he has to report today. Uh, practices start tomorrow. Report today. This is the this is the deadline, or else he starts facing fifty thousand dollar daily fines. My prediction is that Zach Martin comes here and that they have an agreement that they will negotiate in good faith and with acceleration. That's my prediction. And of course, I'll keep you posted on that. But even though that's a pain in your neck, that if that's your worst contractual problem, well, you're better off than what the Giants have been. Uh, for the last three months, and Josh Jacobs with the Raiders still hasn't signed his, and he took up it, picked up his ball, and went home the other day from Las Vegas. And then item three, and I'm calling item three. Uh, item one is the melding of the new offense. Item two is contracts, contracts, contracts. Item three is Michael Parsons. He's talked about I'm going to play eight different positions. He's talking about, I'm going to put on a little more bulk, just a little, so I can endure playing more defensive end. Um, I've talked with people about making sure that all his, like, you know, he was drafted, he wasn't drafted as a pass rusher, as you remember. He was drafted as an off-the-ball linebacker, and they thought he'd be really good at it. And then he, he shocked them. He shocked everybody by being all the things he is. Can... Can Dan Quinn, just Quinn, baby, can Dan Quinn continue to crank up what they do on this defense to keep him in positions of strength, Micah? I don't know about eight positions, but positions of strength while also being deceptive. I think that's the next step here. I, I, it's not a good idea for Micah to always line up at end right there. That, that That's not deceptive. That's a bad idea. So just Quinning. I think Dan Quinn's got this in his tool bag. You're not going to know where Micah is or where he's coming from. And then here's where it extends. You're not going to know where Donovan Wilson is or where he's coming from. Uh, you're not going to know where John Curse is coming from. And I, and I think... Dan's deceptive defense in Dallas. That's a lot of alliteration. I, I, that, that's number three for me. Now we can throw, you know, what about, what about kicker? I mean, there's other stuff, but those are the big three to me. James Worley, Uncle Fish Premium. Let's keep Micah fresh. Yeah. Uh, and he obviously did wear down. But James, here's where we got to figure it out. And thanks for being Uncle Fish Premium. Let him rush the passer without being targeted in the opponent's running game. Does playing does playing middle linebacker in the run game wear you down? Or does playing defensive end wear you down? You play defensive end, you're getting you're getting you know, you're in a wrestling match with a 300 pound man 60 times a game. Yeah, I, I just uh, I, I think this about the freshness. Just be aware of it. Be aware that that he gets a little worn down not as a game goes on, as much as, as a season goes on. Um, he's, that's why he's putting on that extra weight, by the way, extra bulk, just to try to avoid a little bit of that. 
Um, you know, do you, do you pull them out when you're way ahead? I don't know about that. Do you do a pitch count over the course of, you know, week three and week seven? So he's ready for week 18. I don't know about that, but conscious of it. Yeah, just 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 be conscious of it and and try to get try to get through the season with not only full health, but with some way to rest your way to some extra health. So there's the big three for me. I'm interested in your thoughts as well as you continue your comments throughout the day. We'll probably I'm sure we'll do something from uh, training camp today in midday. We've got the uh, glory hole press conference with Jerry Jones, I believe, coming up today. So I'll get a chance to visit with Stephen, with Big Mike, with Jerry, and we'll have it all here for you and at CowboysSI.com. I'm going back to bed. Nah, probably not. <laughs> I'm going to work at CowboysSI.com. Join me over there. And I appreciate you, Fish. Out. <laughs>